0: WPHT, WPHTHD, WOGL, HD3. Philadelphia. Always live on the Free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. 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 It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And away. Go Live on this Wednesday, September 27th. It is indeed Kale and Company here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We are always alive on the free Odyssey app. And, of course, streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube as we head until 10 o'clock this morning. 855-839-1210 is the phone number on Twitter and Instagram. The radio station at 1210 WPHT. I'm at Nick Kale. K-A-Y-A-L. Don Stensland with the news. Greg Stocker, the chairman of the board. Daniel Valdez, Anthony Torenzo, our associate producers. Action Pack Wednesday. Tony Bruno coming up at eight twenty this morning, and we have all sorts of big stories and news to get to this morning. Don, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Gregory, how are you, sir?
1: So, I'm noticing on... Uh, wow, I'm really loud. Uh, I'm wow. noticing on YouTube... Why is Why am I so loud? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that your lighting is different in there. I saw you yeah. at 5.55 uh, adjusting lighting.
0: Janitors, custodians at night, hitting buttons. No, it was
1: Zioli. Oh. Zioli did a TV hit. Oh, he and did? And he messed with the lighting, and he
0: shouldn't have. Okay.
1: All right. That's yeah.
0: great. Cool. Yep. Well... For, for the guys that do four hours a day <laughs> on YouTube... Uh, Stop hitting the buttons. <laughs> yeah. Well, to the guy speaking who, of which who,
2: who, why don't you talk about who comes in in my little studio over here?
0: Yeah, while we're at every it, airing day, of the grievances. What's and that?
2: this thing doesn't work. <laughs> so they're playing with my thing over here. Well they're oh, playing no. with Dawn's thing. No, and then your and thing this doesn't thing work. doesn't work.
0: And they make pills for that.
2: <laughs> the call uh, whatchamacallit.
0: Yeah, the whatchamacallit.
1: I'm I apologize for everything. <laughs> I want to um, apologize. It's, it's not all, your fault. It's all Greg's fault. We <laughs> like
2: angry Gr- Greg dog No, yeah. I'm just. I, I just yell just, at someone. Things things should be
1: <laughs> sh- things should be right in this studio. I agree. You know, this is like Morning Drive. It's not like you yeah. know... Overnights in uh, De- Des Moines, Iowa. Exactly. We need everything to be correct. I don't know who comes, Don. I don't know who comes in your studio. Literally, that's your studio. Nobody else used it. Yeah. You stole it from the music station. <laughs> I do. Um, I- I'm
0: i like a looter in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's like a smashing, <laughs> smashing grab Stenzler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't <Free> smash. iPhones! Three <laughs> iPhones! <laughs> who wants the 15? <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's a sin. degenerates. Degenerates in City. A case tossed out, a clinching of the playoffs. We have all sorts of good stuff to get into this morning. Some obviously sad stuff, some compelling stuff, some entertaining stuff. So this will be an action-packed show. I suggest you don't go anywhere. For the next 3 hours and 56 minutes. Actually, for the next um, uh, 13 hours Thank or you. so. Thank you, Nick. So how about that? All right, let's get to the news. <laughs> it's a busy day. We have so much to get into. And let's go to the lady who will break it all down for us, the great Dawn Stensland.
2: Yes, uh, this Wednesday morning, September 27th, we have two pieces of good news, weather and sports. Uh, the rest, not so much. So today I'm just going gonna, gonna to begin with the fact that this is the one-year commemoration of Nicholas Elizalde, this uh, beautiful 14-year-old kid on a JV scrimmage football team and a year ago uh, walked off that field and was murdered, shot to death. And it strikes me this morning as I think about his family, his mom, his grandmom, that that one didn't get the demonstrations or the protests that we're seeing overnight into Philadelphia, but this 14-year-old just a good kid, did nothing wrong, walked off of, you know, stepped off a field, and uh, some scumbags, you know, opened fire. And one of the firearms used to kill him, in fact, and we still don't have all the answers on this, actually uh, was a, a firearm that should have been in the sheriff's custody, had been used in another crime. So we have to put things in perspective with justice in the city of philadelphia right
0: yes and we only uh people only in this this city only get enraged and loot riot protest and pillage and burn things down when all the boxes are checked and all the narratives meet what they are told they have to meet if they don't they don't show up
2: yeah and with that and we'll get to the number of arrests at least 20 people arrested overnight a long night for philadelphia police as well as the looters who struck the city but i'll begin with it was breaking news Yesterday, around 1130 a.m. ish, when we broke in with news that a Philadelphia judge had indeed dismissed all charges against a police officer, Mark Dial, who is in the process of being fired. So he uh, he was, you know, suspended with intent, but technically not not fired yet. So I'm being technical here, not calling him a former police officer. So the judge ruling that prosecutors had not presented enough evidence that Dial had actually committed a crime, especially first-degree murder. So this judge dismissing all of these charges, ruling prosecutors, simply did not present enough evidence to show that this fatal shooting of 27-year-old Eddie Irizarry and both young men the same age. Officer Mark Dial, you don't hear his age being brought forth as much. They're both the same age and both devastating and tragic, obviously, in different ways, Mm -hmm. but for both of these families involved. And so I think that's the stark difference in the courtroom. On one side of the courtroom, you have Eddie Irizarry's family, who's grieving, who was crying and upset and is upset, has been calling for peace in the city but for justice. And on the other side of the courtroom, the family of another 27-year-old, and that is Officer Mark Dial who, in fact, his family, fellow officers, supporters were grateful that this case was thrown out. So following the preliminary hearing, municipal court judge, her name is Wendy L. Pugh, agreed with the defense attorneys that the officer was justified when he shot Irizari <clears throat> and that he and his partner were reacting to a situation in which they believed and had reason to believe that this presented a potential threat to, to their safety and so this obviously you know did lead to the outburst of support as i say on one side and and tears and shock on the other side of of that courtroom i thought that defense attorney brian mcmonegal nationally renowned obviously uh, with an incredible reputation i thought that what he said was so appropriate when he said to the judge a tragedy is not a crime
0: that's correct that is correct
2: and and I thought that was appropriate. It's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and many grieving, but not a crime. And certainly not first-degree murder, which involves premeditation yep.
0: and which involves intent. It, think about I'm going to save a lot of this for the big take. But think about the, the ineptitude of that district attorney's office. This wasn't, I, well, we're going to drop it from first-degree murder to second-degree murder or felony murder or assault, or this or that. The whole case was tossed. Yeah, That judge was like... No, try again
2: And so, uh, obviously Hours later, Krasner Reinstated all the charges And so now, we'll go back to this So, at 5.30 There was a planned March for justice Around City Hall That was peaceful initially But then around 7.30 Ish, that's when the trouble The chaos erupted
1: When all the degenerates wake up
0: Yeah
2: (laughs) So they're sleeping now.
1: Is, <laughs> oh yeah, you know. yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, um,
0: they've just crashed after yeah. two Mountain Dews. We no, now that no jobs
1: they have to get to. Right.
2: We know that at least twenty people have been arrested overnight. Two weapons were recovered, according to police, and one police vehicle was damaged in all of this during some kind of an attack. We have no injuries reported, thankfully, and we're told that uh, they'll, you know, officers are being told to continue to make arrests until all the individuals responsible are brought to justice, and that means they are looking at a lot of surveillance video.
0: Yeah, and we've got video of the footage of the rioting. We'll, we'll get to that if you're on YouTube this morning, uh, right around 6.30 after the big take and after we react to it.
2: So a lot of 911 calls, a busy night, and it really went in waves to the point that police theorize that there were caravans of looters and criminals <laughs> who took advantage of the situation. Oh,
0: caravans, it's like, a, it's like a, a traveling circus. Yes. Oh, like Barnum yes. and Bailey.
2: So they struck you know, some of the hot spots in Center City. I know the Apple Store on Walnut Street, the Lululemon there. I mean, it's a mess this morning. It's all a mess. Foot Locker. Yeah, Foot Locker.
0: I worked there for four years in college, my old stomping grounds.
2: <sighs> uh, so then uh, that it didn't stop there. So I know that they, they struck the Rite Aid 53rd and Baltimore Avenue in Cobb Creek in the city's Cobb, Cobb's Creek. Cobbs Creek section. Yeah. I know that they struck points in the northeast. Uh JD Sports, for example, at the uh Roosevelt Mall Boulevard or the Roosevelt Mall there and the T Mobile store, of course, down the street. Right. Cottman Ave, the dollhouse there, just smashing, grabbing, looting yeah. across the city. And then I know that it bled into wait, wait. over City Avenue.
1: The dollhouse, the you know, the mm-hmm. the strip club.
2: Yeah, not the yeah. not like a Barbie doll house. Right, right.
1: Oh, 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 oh. All, Wait, no, no. This is the
2: doll the house.
0: Big store. Yeah. Are all are all the strippers okay? Lots well, of strippers questions. are okay. Whew. And did it? And when they when they ransacked Rite Aid, they didn't take all the COVID tests, did they? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, those are coming free in the mail. Don't oh, okay. you listen to Joe Biden? That's yeah, true. That's correct. <laughs> so uh, it did it did go over then into uh, what West Glenwood Avenue, Fairhill, West Allegheny Ave, and then over into I know across city. City Avenue so I know we had some of those stores that it went into Montgomery County where it's being told so a lot of looting a lot of damage I don't have damage assessments but at least 100 people causing all of this damage and about 20 percent under arrest this morning so we've got that going on and uh well the good news of the day I tried to stay up for this but they were in the 10th inning so congrats to the Philadelphia Phillies Putting the National League, on, National League on notice. Yeah, baby. And ready for another run at the World Series. That's right. 10th inning, 3-2 to two over the Pittsburgh Pirates last night. Went into late, but
0: Red October
2: is back, baby.
0: And so is uh, Dancing on Our Own. The song, yes. the locker room yeah. song. Boy, Great. I love that song. I know. Oh, I do. Well, I never
2: loved it until well, know, that's, now. Yeah.
0: It's amazing how you, you hear a song and it never resonates, and then like a sports <laughs> team uses it or something in your life, and you find a connection to that song. I blare that song all the time. It's so true. Yes.
2: I thought the coolest moment that I reviewed this morning, because, again, I didn't stay up. We were tied 2-2 when I finally went to bed. I gave up. Yep. Um, but I probably went to bed right before... You know, all the excitement, but uh, I thought it was exciting that, you know, John Middleton and standing on that soggy carpet and his Phillies hat, he was drenched Mm -hmm. and in his bare feet. And he once vowed that he would spend stupid money to make the Phillies winners again. Yeah. And uh, thank you for spending stupid money. That's right. It's not stupid. He
0: did do that. Good Good things come with a price tag, folks. Thank you. Yeah, they do. We love you. Yes. Buying championships.
2: Big John, thank you. NBC 10 first alert forecast, because a lot of people I know were thanking the Phillies, but you got to have the guy with the stupid money, right, to to, to uh, flip that switch. Yep. All right. Let's talk about our forecast. We are at 56 degrees. It's cloudy. We still have those coastal flood advisories, by the way. But today, yeah, we get to see the sunshine. So 67 degrees, sunny, partly sunny skies. And then tomorrow, 66, clouds return but we might have some sprinkles, not a washout. Unfortunately, the rain returns for your Friday, 65 to th- 65 degrees for Friday with rain returning, a, a drizzly Friday. Saturday uh, still rainy, 72. The better day of the weekend, Sunday, we pop up to 78 degrees, beautiful, bright, sunny skies, drying us out. Kale & Company News Live.
0: All right, Don, thank you very much. 6-14 here on this Wednesday morning. Let's get to a midweek big take. The big take on Kale & Company. All right, the big take this morning. Larry Krasner misses the mark A victory for police, Mr. Dial, his family, and common sense. You know, for far too long, police officers have been under attack. Under attack by criminals, the left-wing, radical progressives of the Democratic Party, the mainstream media, district attorneys, and even their police chiefs and commissioners. For three and a half years, the police officers that used deadly force have been presumed guilty until proven not guilty, which is odd because that's not the way it's supposed to work in our criminal justice system. And it's all thanks to the absurd defund the police movement and a bunch of losers known as social justice warriors. We've seen it for far too long and far too often up close and personal here in Philadelphia. And yesterday, America's worst district attorney, Larry Krasner, as well as Danielle Outlaw, who's on her way out. And all of the woke losers who want to demonize and demoralize police, they took a massive l. The news broke yesterday during the dawn show that all charges against Officer Mark Dial were dismissed in the death of Eddie Irizarry. A judge ruled there was not enough evidence to even stand trial. I want you to think about what transpired here with District Attorney Larry Krasner and the judge presiding over this case. As Dawn said, her name is Municipal Court Judge Wendy L. Pugh. Larry Krasner tried to charge Officer Dial with first-degree murder, which requires premeditation and, oh, by the way, revoke bail. Very serious charges, obviously. A historical first in the city. And this requires a ton of probable cause and a ton of evidence to come forward with these charges. And the judge, at the municipal level, tossed the entire case for a lack of evidence. Wasn't downgraded to a second-degree murder or uh, assault, ag assault with a deadly weapon on down the list. This was tossed completely. And that right there in a nutshell embodies the time and the tenure of the loser that is Larry Krasner. Following the preliminary hearing, Judge Pugh agreed with Dial's attorneys that the officer was justified when he shot zeri and that he and his partner were reacting to a situation in which they believed Irizarry presented a potential threat to their safety. Per the Philadelphia Inquirer, quote, the decision led to an outburst of support from Dyle's relatives and dozens of police officers who had gathered in the courtroom to support him. His defense attorneys, led by Brian McMonigal, said the shooting was, quote, a tragedy and not a crime, and that the charges, which included first-degree murder, should have never been brought. Irazari's relatives were outraged. Speaking outside the courthouse afterward, his aunt Zareda Garcia said, quote, the officers can go out here and kill a person that's not doing anything and get away with murder, because this is what it was. Well actually, Mr. Irazari had a knife and the cops were justified in killing him. You see, police lives matter. You should back the blue. If I asked every single adult in the city of Philadelphia that was competent and had a functional brain, the following question, what would their logical answer be? The question, if police have you pulled over and you either reach to grab a knife or have a knife in your hand, is it logical and rational to assume that the suspect holding the knife is likely to use that knife to endanger the lives of a police officer? The answer, if you are a rational, logical, functional human being, would be, yes, there you go. Don't you think, I mean, the reality is this. What was he doing with the knife? Was he using it to scratch his back? Was he going to chop up onions, peppers, and celery and throw it in Dawn's slow cooker? No. So spare me your outrage. Protest until you're blue in the face and your voices go hoarse. It's time that we return to law and order, where if criminals want to endanger the lives of officers, they will be dealt with. We've heard that new phrase lately in society, right? F around and find out. Yeah, you saw what happened. And I literally just did a big take last week on prioritizing police protection. We gave you two stories in that big take, one of which was a local officer in the area who was struck by a driver with a slew of prior DUIs as the officer was assisting a stranded motorist. That guy should not be behind the wheel ever again. Followed by the disgusting story of a 64-year-old retired police officer in Las Vegas who was targeted by two teenagers in a stolen vehicle who then filmed the execution of an officer who was riding his bike. And these clowns posted it on social media as if this was a game, a sport, or hunting season. Dial 27, a five-year veteran of the force, shot and killed Irizarry 27 as Irizarry sat in his car during a traffic stop in Kensington on August the 14th. Police initially said Irizarry had lunged at Dial with a knife, leading the officer to shoot him, but video showed that wasn't true. Irizarry was sitting in his car, the windows rolled up and a knife in his hand, when Dial opened fire within just seconds of getting out of his police cruiser. On August 23rd, former Commissioner Daniel Outlaw said she was suspending Dial with intent to dismiss him from the force for refusing to cooperate with the department's internal investigation into the shooting. About two weeks after that, our buddy, District Attorney Larry Krasner, and his office charged Dial with crimes including first and third degree murder, voluntary manslaughter, and aggravated assault. After Dial surrendered to police, he was released on bail. However, last week, as we know, a judge ordered that the first degree murder charge he was facing required that he be held without bail, and they sent him to jail ahead of his preliminary hearing. Prosecutors had alleged that Dial's partner yelled knife before Dial opened fire. And that because he emerged from his police car with his gun drawn and then fired within five seconds, he should be charged with murder. But Dial's attorneys had said that the officer thought his partner yelled gun and that Dial shot Irizarry out of self-defense. Dial's attorneys reiterated that in court on Tuesday and sought to bolster it with testimony from Dial's partner, Michael Morris. Morris testified that in the moments before the shooting, he told Dial that Irizarry appeared to be holding a knife as he sat inside the car. Under questioning by prosecutors who called him to the witness stand, Morris said he didn't remember the exact words he used, but he saw Irizarry grab a knife and appear to move it upward and that he tried to tell Dial about it. Quote, for the most part, my eyes were zoned in on the threat. End quote, Morris said on cross-examination. McMonagall played surveillance video from a nearby doorbell cam that captured the shooting. He said the audio accompanying that video made it sound as if Morris or Dial had said effing gun and asked Morris if that's what he heard on the recording too. Morris said, quote, fair to say. McMonigle told Pugh, the judge, that testimony made it clear that Dial's actions were justified under the law, which allows officers to shoot if they believe their life is in danger. At the end of the hearing, Pugh said she agreed with prosecutors that they had not provided enough evidence. That Dial's actions amounted to a crime, and she dismissed all charges. McMonagle said afterward, "Once the court heard everything in this case, there was nothing under the law that you could do but dismiss charges." End quote. The reality is this: Lady Justice is blindfolded because justice is unbiased and should not be based on a person's appearance or other outside influences. Lady Justice holds the scales to represent the impartiality of the court's decision. And a sword is a symbol of the power of justice. And there are three things that matter in a court case. The facts, the facts, and the facts. Not your feelings, not what you think you know, not what's happened in a prior case. It is what you can prove. Court cases are determined on the facts and the facts alone. Not your narratives, not what your newspaper tells you, not what the media tells you, and not what you post on social media. And damn sure not the notion of, well, we better punish this cop or there's going to be protests, riots, and looting in the street, and we can't have that. No. Larry Krasner took a well-deserved loss yesterday. And the police, common sense, and most importantly, Officer Mark Dial and his family earned a justifying victory for his freedom and the right to defend himself against the violators. And if you don't want to end up in this predicament, like Mr. Arizari, then maybe you should follow the rules in the first place. That's why they're there, after all. And that's The Big Take. The Big Take on Kaling Company. All right, Big Take this morning, 855-839-1210. If you want to jump in, thoughts and reactions. Twitter and Instagram at 1210WPHT, and of course on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash at 1210WPHT, hit the like and subscribe button, and be a part of the Kalen Company comment community. We'll get thoughts and reactions to the case from yesterday, and of course the fallout last night uh, in the 8 o'clock hour as everybody decided to go down to Foot Locker and loot and steal and smash iPhones and do whatever the hell you want, right? Justice wasn't served, so we can just break the law. We'll talk about it next, and we have the video as well, so you might want to get on over to YouTube. It's Kale and Company. We're back after this on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
2: You know, last night, my my sons and my husband, we were all looking at every video and story we could find on Southern Italy. We can't wait. next spring. I hope you come with me. You know, the last time WPHT travelers visited Italy, they discovered Northern Italy. Well, now we're heading to Southern Italy on a gastronomical tour of the most beautiful coastline in the entire world. I'm talking about the Amalfi Coast. So join me for 12 magical days in luxury with the professionals once again from conservative tours. So I want to travel with the very best tour operator in all of Italy, and that's why I chose my friends at Conservative Tours. Nobody does it better. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We're even going to take the high-speed jet foil to the Isle of Capri, 5267, and that's going to include your airfare as well. Luxury hotels, dining events. We're going to be talking about this years from now, and making memories together in southern Italy. How does that sound? So you call toll-free, 888-733-9494. Go to conservativetours.com, the Abbey of Monte Cassino, Italy's best-kept secret, Puglia, Medieval Caserta, Sorrento, Pompeii, and of course, we'll see all the great sights in Rome before heading home after 12 glorious days. So join me next spring in Italy. I'll see you on the Isle of Capri, Call now 888 733 9494 conservative tours.com. Tell Dawns to at you
1: follow Talk Radio 1210 on Instagram and Facebook at 1210 WPHD.
0: Oh yeah, six thirty Wednesday morning. Let's go. It's Kale and Company Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. Nick Dawn and Greg as we roll till ten o'clock this morning. Cut sheet seven forty five. Tony Bruno live from Florida at eight twenty five. Also, a lot of other stuff we're going to get to. Very, uh, very much a local hour to start. But we have GOP debate number two. We will preview that for tonight. And the seven that made the cut. Also, for the first time in over a year, forget polls, Donald Trump is now the betting favorite in the 2024 election. Uh, We will also kick around some stuff with the Biden administration. Uh, It bites to be a Biden, literally. And uh, also, Hunter just picked up a cool $250,000 from China. So we will uh, give you that story. And also what they're doing with Joe when it comes to the steps on Air Force One. Uh, We gave you a little precursor to that a couple of months ago. uh, And that has now been put into play. So we will discuss all of that before we get to the cut sheet this morning. But the big take this morning on Officer Mark Dial, uh, Larry Krasner, Eddie Irizarry. And as I said in the big take, you know, You put yourself in certain situations in this lifetime when you're an adult, right? Um, I think it's pretty reasonable to assume that when an officer pulls you over and you are holding a knife, if you're the officer, you're probably thinking, yeah, I don't think he's got like a Granny Smith apple in his pocket that he's going to pull out and maybe cut it up and say, here, officer, would you like a slice of my Granny Smith green apple? It's a little bitter. No, he's holding a knife for a reason. So to me, reasonable to assume. And here's the thing. Forget with Irizarry for a moment, but for any other person, and the fact that you even have to say this is absurd. I don't know. Maybe I was just raised um, in a strict house with parents that knew what they were doing. My mom's brother was an officer. So I I always say, yes, sir. No, sir. Thank you, officer. You're welcome, officer, or whatever. But here's the reality in this day and age, because nobody wants to listen to it. When an officer says, do something, if an officer orders you to do something, you do it. To, because if you do it, then you're not going to put yourself in a predicament where you have people eight hours later after a dismissal that go by the name Meatball on Instagram live filming, looting, and rioting. We'll play you the video in a minute, which is another reason I think Stalker might be right. I need to get off social media. Yes. We've got it. We've got a, we've
2: well, got a has a Instagram. <laughs> <for Nah. it? laughs>
0: no, he's not meatball anymore. He's um, oh, that's mustard. Right. He's mustard. <laughs> mustard. Got, yeah, we've got mustard <laughs> and meatball. Sorry. But we got some social media Philadelphia influencer with 125,000 Instagram followers filming the looting and rioting and laughing about it the whole time as people are getting slammed to the ground. We'll play you the video. But, you know, Don, just from like a legal standpoint, it's wild to me that Krasner is so obsessed with the, you know, the George Soros social justice, you know, this this almost like this criminal justice reparation reboot we're going through for the last three and a half years to, make, uh, to atone for all the atrocities over the years, which certainly are justified. But I was always raised that two wrongs don't make a right. So you charge somebody with first degree murder and then have the bail revoked. And of course, you have to have premeditation and prove that for this. And this... Thank God this judge, Wendy L. Pugh, is like, I mean, she was basically like the judge in the sweetheart deal for Hunter Biden. She was like, nope, sorry, not going to fly. Kate, we're not going to downgrade it. The whole thing is being tossed. So I thought this was a big win yesterday for common sense, for police, and certainly the Dial family.
2: Yeah, I agree. And we'll see now because now it's, I think, now that Krasner has <clears throat> re- put forth the charges again, which he has a right to do, legal right to do. I don't think it goes back to this judge. And so here we go. Mm -hmm. And so I think that a piece of this is that what the public needs to understand is that this judge was not saying, was not ruling on an overall case. This judge was looking at a specific situation, specific evidence that was presented to the judge and not making an ultimate determination, but saying and I thought it was significant that she said prosecutors failed to provide evidence to back up their allegations. This was the prelim. Right.
0: Right. So, so it didn't even make it to trial. No. Right.
2: So that's, that's the, what I think the public, fails to understand. Yeah, it's
0: like you got to understand the steps of the court system and the way the legal process plays out. This was not a trial. This was the preliminary hearing is what comes after the arrest, the arraignment, uh, the bail. This is kind of like one of the first early steps of the formal litigation process, and it didn't even get to trial, and Wendy tossed it out.
2: Yeah, and so a lot of people were commenting on the fact that, oh, you know, these officers... <clears throat> excuse me, these officers lied. Right. They lied initially. If if you look online and, and that's, it's, and to the credit of at least NBC 10. And I, I think, uh, I think uh, CBS three did this as well, mm-hmm. but to the credit of some of the television stations, at least they look back at everything. It's all out there. We can all look at it. Yeah. Every, all the body cam and everything. And I said this on the air yesterday morning, and I'll say it again. When they say that these officers
0: lied, I have to clear my yep, throat. Yeah, go ahead. Talk amongst yourselves. We'll talk for a little bit. Yeah, when these officers lied, it's like you know, or you look at the uh, the lack of commitment from Officer Dial to cooperate. Um, but like to your to your point, the video is all out there. And again, I said this yesterday, and I think I even said this on Monday as you were updating us on this case in the news in the six and the seven o'clock hour. You know, put yourself in those officers' shoes. When you have a split second to decide about pulling out your gun and discharging and shooting, and you see a a suspect that's moving or twitching or reaching for this, and you don't know if he's reaching for his identification, his license, a knife, a gun. So, and look, you're trained on this, and this is some of the uh, Monday morning quarterbacking, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, unless you're in that situation, in those really intense moments, you don't know what that guy's capable of doing. And we're at the point now where it's like basically what society has told us, what the media has told us, uh, these these D.A.'s have told us, well, you know what, if, if the officer's uh, wrong or, or, you know, you better be right. You know, the officer might as well just take the bullet because, God mm-hmm. forbid, the scumbag uh, was actually reaching for, a, you know, a mustache comb uh, and not a gun. Like, again, we're living in crazy world. We We really are. We're like the officers have their arms literally tied behind their back. What else are they supposed to do in that situation? And yet, had two officers in this situation. And, so. to,
2: and to exacerbate all of this, we saw Philadelphia Police Corporal Jasmine Riley initially when she held that initial news conference, which never should have happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a failure. And this goes to former, now former, Police Commissioner Daniel Outlaw. <clears throat> we know John Stanford is the intermediary yep. there, but this goes to that office, and what I'm going to call mismanagement. Okay, mm-hmm. communication matters. Yes, and so when you had um, the corporal Jasmine Riley, when she spoke out and gave that news conference, she said that the the officers gave multiple commands for for him the ears already drop his weapon. The male did you know didn't do that. He lunged at officers. She was actually. It was, I mean, it was, it's tragic now looking back on it, but she received that information from an, from an intermediary. She didn't, so this went down like the grapevine, you know, and it's, it's almost, it would be comical in the in the sense if it didn't turn out to be a a tragic communication error Mm -hmm. but when you look back at the actual body cam because the body cam continues to roll even after they've taken uh, mr irisari they rushed him to the hospital Mm -hmm. you can look at all that i've looked at all of that i've looked at everything you can actually see that his partner never said that right so this to me was somebody inferring in other words, they what they're saying is he was reaching for something. We thought, you know, thought it was a firearm, thought it was a gun, yep. that sort of thing. But ultimately, this was like the movie line. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Mm-hmm. That's what happened in that communication. Yep. So everybody assumed, oh well, they lied. Mm-hmm. That's not true. In the in the report and the communication and that chain of communication, somebody inferred that he lunged i just think this is an important piece of this it is to show what we have here yes in the in the city of philadelphia with people who need to be meticulous when they take the report why did they have to hold a news conference mm-hmm. right and then commissioner outlaw comes out yeah. and makes it worse right by saying oh this is you know we have to get to the bottom of this and
0: intent to dismiss I, I mean
2: it's 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 it, this is these are these are not professional communicators. Yeah. You need professionals in there who are meticulous with getting the... But you see, everybody was so busy and so worried mm-hmm. about the public look of everything. I know.
0: That's right? all they care about. That's all they ever care and about.
2: Not, right. And not the case. Right. And that goes to Krasner to your big take this morning. Yep. Krasner was more worried about how his hair is going to look in the news conference. Mm-hmm. Worry more about what your prosecutors are saying in the courtroom because guess what? Yeah, they did not create put forth enough evidence to actually support the claims they're making in a courtroom. Mm-hmm. The judge had no other choice but to do
0: this. Yeah. They're so obsessed with <laughs> the external outside noise and voices and factors. Yes. And Oh, I'm going to get on Twitter and I'm going to tweet my displeasure. Yes. The only thing that matters are the facts. Not, not, not anybody's opinion on social media, not anybody showing up with a sign and yelling and throwing things, arrest them, which we should get to the looting, uh, because is yes. yes, remarkable. Sorry. Um, we have the video uh, now. For the most part, the audio is just uh, the girl that was filming this, which is another problem with society that we, like, we've talked about this like with school fights and things like that. Where, hey, what do you do? You don't help out. You don't. You don't run away. You don't call the cops. Pull out your smartphone and go live, right? So uh, this was some of the looting and rioting. I think this was at 16th and Walnut. Uh, there's a, a Foot Locker. There was an Apple iPhone store. And, uh, yeah, once again, uh, people said, you know what? And this is a reflection on our city because you have poor leadership and they don't set the tone. They don't set the message that this will not be tolerated. They know that these people will not be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And then when society doesn't get what they want, they go down there as an excuse to rummage and pilfer and riot and loot. Let's take a listen uh, to this audio. If you're on YouTube, uh, go to youtube.com/slash at twelve ten WPHT. I don't think there's audio of it. Is there? I think there's the just the audio of the uh, the girl filming it. The chaos that and was uh, some of her narrative. that was that was screaming and not she's in laughing. My, not in my thing. Buddy. Okay. Well, let's just play if we could, if Valdez if we could just play the video and I'll just narrate it um, or narrate it uh, the whole way through. You can see it. Uh, it was circulating on social media last night. Fox News was leading it with it this morning yeah. um, on um, Fox and Friends.
2: And by the way, I'm just, I have a close relative who worked for Apple for years. Mm-hmm. When anybody would steal anything from the Apple store, <clears throat> they'd call them or they'd text on there and they'd say, you know that we've, we know where this device is and yeah. even if you try to disable it. Yep. So just, just drop it back off. Look at
0: this. Okay. okay so we're playing the video. And you can see doors are being knocked open with uh, stores. There's all kinds of bikes knocked over, trash in the street, officers tossing people down. Officer punches this guy in the head, handcuffs him. The girl's filming it. They're wearing
2: masks, Nick. Yes. Make sure you say that. And then
0: then one guy in a black hooded sweatshirt comes out with like a white um, Halloween mask on. Uh, He goes running by. Three other people come out of the store. They take off. It looks like it's at least, uh, I, I say maybe four officers, five officers to about... I've seen at least 10 to 12 people in the video that are either being detained. What a disgrace. What
1: a disgrace this it is. looks like, it,
0: with all this stuff on the ground, it, it looks like a homeless camp set up. There's t-shirts, there's sweatshirts, bikes knocked over, plastic bags. I mean, this is at Center City, 15th and Chestnut. This, this is not Kensington.
1: They're taking, uh, they're taking stuff, putting it in their cars. I know.
0: Like, it's like just, Black Friday all yeah. over again. It's like, you, know, you go show up at 4 o'clock to get all the TVs, and we're fighting to get in to see who gets the last Samsung are you kidding me these these poor like you know i'm sure
1: that uh clip that we're playing right now where the cop you know gives the guy a little punch in the face i'm sure that's going to be dissected and be like well did he did he act appropriately in that situation we might have to put this under review yes with intent to dismiss Uh, it's just i I don't know how anybody can justify this this is just it's yeah. it's 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 criminal behavior for a cause that they probably don't even know what the facts zero and, facts and what the situation
0: is and here's the worst part of all of this and this never gets said or at least I don't hear it I and mean, if it does I apologize but this does not bring back Eddie Irizarry this is not what Eddie Irizarry's family would like right. nor nor do they want it to nor do they want that. No, they said times, peaceful they, protest yeah.
2: multiple times. They have pleaded for peace, and and these are people who are grieving, and I feel for them after that court. You know because they're thinking even yesterday, they're still in grief over this, and this is somebody they have said that their relative, uh, their nephew and grandson and so on, he had been diagnosed with some serious mental health situations. To the point, I, I don't know that it was a good idea that he was, you know, driving. I, You know, he he had, I guess, gone off the meds because mm-hmm. he had uh, schizophrenia as well as his mother is so bad off with her schizophrenia and other serious mental health issues. She's hospitalized. Oh. So mental health situations run in this family. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, apparently, um, he, when he had come from Puerto Rico five years ago, he does not speak maybe because of his disabilities and mental disabilities they say that he does not speak or understand much English I understand that many have said hey when you see officers and they're ordering you and they're in a marked vehicle and you know you pretty much know that you need to put your hands up I get that yep but it it does convolute all of this and certainly from their perspective this family has been nothing but classy in the city of Philadelphia amid their grief to say please you know, you dishonor our family and the memory
0: of our loved one mm-hmm. by doing anything violent. Right, yeah. and you know how you put a stop to this? You enforce the law. You Peasers. go oh. law and order, <laughs> and also the cash bail thing. You know what? Because I'd be willing to bet, not one person in that video can post a hundred thousand dollar bond right no, now. Not. Who the hell has? Let's be honest, nobody has a hundred thousand dollars cash unless you're uh, Bob Menendez, right? <laughs> Unless you got some gold bars in your closet, so you don't do ten percent, you don't do no cash bail. Maximum bail allowed under the statutes and the codes of the penal system in the state, and also to when you get to the prosecute these punks, mandatory minimum sentences. No, no uh, released on your own recognizance. None of this uh, you know that's probation. Not happen. Well, I know it's a, it's a pipe dream, but that's how you curtail it because then people are like, oh. Yeah, this is a city where you don't want to mess around because you will end up in the can. Do we
1: have do we have any um, indication on on how many arrests or anything were 20, 20. Yeah, I
2: I started 20. out the morning by saying yeah. 20, but the the interim commissioner, you know, John Stanford, he did say we're conti- we're reviewing all of the everything that we have available to us on surveillance yeah. or our social media. And we're going to he said what we had tonight was a bunch of criminal opportunists taking advantage of a situation and make an attempt to destroy our city. We will continue to arrest all every one of these individuals. And he said they don't represent those who peacefully protested and demonstrated in March. Oh, yeah. in the uh, the name of the Irizarry family.
0: uh, Let's just say there was 2000 people that protested in March. Uh, These 13 don't represent the other, you know. 1900 it's always a a select few that ruin it for everybody else but this type of stuff they know they can get away with this because they're not stupid they know what everything has been about for the last three and a half years and they know in cities like this new york chicago portland seattle you name it they can get away with it you're not going to get away with that in a you know like just jason aldean said try that in a small town that doesn't yeah. fly in those places. Yeah. You know, but in big liberal cities, it's permissible. If
2: I'm a Philadelphia police officer and, and get involved in something like this, at what point does an officer say, <clears throat> file a lawsuit, uh, DA Larry Krasner is creating a toxic work environment? Yeah. yeah. And talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a situation, it it just, and I've got to tell you, I've tried not, I know that Dom, that's Dom's whole thing, Krasner landed on And I've tried, I've really tried to avoid saying, wow, this guy really just hates police. Mm -hmm. I have tried to be objective. I've looked at every case. But at some point, you know, Larry Krasner, that when you recharge this individual, you're going to go back to the other municipal court. You're starting this over again. And it just starts to feel like you're trying to create what happened last night. Mm -hmm. You're trying to create and divide people and create a situation that's divisive yeah. and violent that's what it just feels like because you fail to have your prosecutors go out there and actually present their case in court and worry about laying the groundwork for proving that what they're saying and what they're claiming in court is actually true
0: when his time is up as the district attorney he should just flip sides of the courtroom and be a defense attorney <laughs>
1: well, he that's really what he should was. that's
0: because that's really yep. what he is yep to this day. That, so. That's
2: what he was. He, yep. he was an activist. He was a defense attorney. Everybody deserves a good defense attorney. Oh, yeah. Go and do that.
0: And to your point with Officer Dial, McMoneagle, this is where paying for the best or however it was funded through other officers or uh, FOPs or whoever helped. This is why having a great attorney matters because McMoneagle was able to get this thing completely tossed. And there's a reason why, as you said, he's nationally recognized.
2: Because he, he you know what? He took the time to look through every piece of video and listen to it. And the point that we never heard because they gave a silent video or we didn't have all the evidence that was public, again, what was released to the public, what what was presented to the public that was different. And so what McMonagle presented was some doorbell camera w- that you talked about in your big take that nobody's really heard about mm-hmm. unless you're like us and you're nerds and you look through all this, the evidence that since weeks later has been presented. Yep. And in that, to 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 now know that his partner even said, yeah, it does, you know, the partner keeps saying, no, I said he had a, a knife, but boy, that sure does sound like he said he's got a gun. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that we actually, you know, heard evidence entered such as that. Yep. But the community, I don't think, has ever heard that.
0: Yeah. And then then you have the... Innocent bystanders. Uh, you know, I don't know what time a Foot Locker or an Apple store is open uh, till in the evening during the week in Center City at Sixteenth and Chestnut or whatever it might be. But you know, if it closes at six, seven, or eight, and that happens when they're open, or maybe it's closed and there's a store manager in the back uh, you know, checking in shipment for next day. You know, like you have all these other people just trying to go about their life in a civil way, and then they're, they get caught up in
1: this. You know what these stores should do? They should like uh, Apple. Lululemon, Foot Locker, all the ones that were looted and all the ones that have issues. I know Target just closed a bunch of stores. They should all band together and say, you know what? we're Hit them in the pocketbook. Hit the city of Philadelphia in yeah. the pocketbook. You know what? it it's not safe. We're losing too much product because you won't enforce laws. We're closing up shop. Yeah. If you want our business back, enforce the freaking laws.
0: And we can't ensure the safety of our employees. Yep. And our employees uh I don't know, you're at Foot Locker. I know when I was at Foot Locker it was $7 an hour and 1% commission. You think I'm going to do that in in 2023 and have the chance of me being looted and robbed and rioted and have somebody throw a brick through my window yeah. for 8 bucks an hour? Well well, Dawn's
1: point is spot on. Like those, co- like what do you do, can, Daniel? Can you run that? Uh, can you run that? Those, uh, those clips again from the looting. Like, what do you do if you're in, if you're a cop in that situation? Yeah. Because, like I said, that little clip with a of, punch. of that cop with a punch. Yeah. That's going to be scrutinized oh, more course. than anything else. Oh, of
0: course. There's more than no anything doubt. else. It's, yes. It,
1: well, did he? Like, so, if you're a cop, yeah. you want to do your job. Uh huh. But like, y- yeah. You also don't
0: right. Well get if I if brought I brought up
1: on charges or whatever. Can't use my gun. I can't use like, my taser. Look, look at I mean, what are you supposed
0: to do in these situations here? Should I zip tie him? Should I handcuff him? Oh, did his head hit the ground? <laughs> well, maybe what we'll do is we'll just go in there here, here buddy, come out peacefully. Here, let's yep. hold hands and walk out in unison
1: and and you you know that kid uh he he's not a kid that that uh that, a lot of them were
2: were technically kids yeah
1: but i don't care Ch- charge them all like like men yeah um charge them as adults uh, and actually there's a lot there's a lot of women there too so mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um uh but you can see when the cop hits him like he's 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 like oh i got something here mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's just this whole thing is just...
0: Ugh. Yeah. It, and and they knew this was going to happen. I, I
1: the moment see this.
0: The moment this case was dismissed, this city knew that this was... You knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And you saw the Irizarry protest, the poster that went up. Uh, that was up by what? Early afternoon? Yeah. So, like, you knew this was coming. So this is yeah. where you got to have all of your officers ready to go to prevent this from Jump Street. But they allow it. Well,
2: I think the other point, and you bring up the point of kids saying that these are mostly teenagers, is that remember that we should pull the sound of Krasner speaking out at a news conference saying that when you're even 26 years old, your brain isn't fully formed. (laughs) Yeah. And they should play that now Mm -hmm. that the officer dial is recharged. They should actually play that in court and say well you know this officer he just turned 27 mm-hmm. so krasner has said you know his brain wasn't fully formed uh-huh. you know he he uh somebody yelled he's got a gun his brain's not fully formed we af- ask you to dismiss this i mean there are always rules for one group in krasner land and not the other group mm-hmm. and and so we're not really talking about justice and what is the law yep and the law needs to apply it does and it does need to apply to everybody that's correct but that's I'm looking, I'm just looking through just one final point. Yep. BBC, Al Jazeera, I mean, the the NBC News, CBS News, this is all making not just national news, international yeah, it's news. Glo- it's global. And it is. And, it, and that's yeah. another heartbreaking piece of it. We are an international destination. Mm-hmm. And how often in the past did we see international groups of individuals speaking, you know, people from China were coming here, people from uh, the far, you know, from uh, Japan would come here, people from all over the world would come here. And so I I, in our beautiful city of Philadelphia, I just I can't stand that this is how we're seen by the world. And and this is this is the creation Mm -hmm. of this administration you know krasner and kenny
0: yeah we already get mocked with sports that our sports fans <laughs> are savages <laughs> it's, it's true. now we've got savages in society over yep. iphones and footlocker absolutely it's a joke absolutely
2: and by the way look at the stores you're talking about do you notice that those are lululemon iphone right these are not local well lulu's always hit up remember we were talking yep. about all the stories in yeah. atlanta and, and they, they robbed the lululemon there a and lot of my favorite local stores i have to say they've Quietly, they've left the city. And
1: by the way, a lot of these companies that we're talking about uh, 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 help uh, local woke, progressive DAs like Krasner, mm-hmm. and they support them, yep. and they, you know, they make sure that they put everything up for every cause that they possibly mm-hmm. can. Well, this is, you know, this is what happens then. Your yep.
0: stores get looted. Yep. Keep voting Democrat and keep supporting these progressives, and this is what happens. They will tear your city to shreds. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. this is also why i don't go into the city and i stay home and drink
2: <laughs> yeah. i All love right. the city i do go into the city and i it, to me this is i i just i don't know how any I, sherelle parker or david O. who you know looks like sherelle parker she you may say uh, she's a democrat but she is not a progressive okay and so we'll, I, we'll see how I, tough I, she
0: gets on crime you know we'll see she, right. She's going to get the opportunity. All right. We really have to break. All up, right, so. that was like two hours straight. It was like <laughs> Sorry. the cut sheet. It was like, a, like the cut sheet with just Gosh. the show. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten is the number. The Bidens front and center. Dog bites. Cash from China. And up and down the steps we go with Joe. Hour two is on the way on Kale and Company.